Welcome to the Beyond Mom Podcast, the podcast for moms seeking connection to self while navigating the journey of motherhood. Get inspired with our practical tools, soulful conversations, and honest stories told by other women like you. From entrepreneurship to healthy living to style, Beyond Mom will spark you to live the thriving life you deserve. And now, join our host, Brandy Zinn, as she takes you Beyond Mom. Hello and welcome to On Air with Beyond Mom. I am so thrilled that you're here with me today for what I know is going to be an inspiring and insightful conversation. Why? Because my friends, Allie and Michelle, are here with me and they are the founders of Soul Camp. And I'm sure many of you listeners have heard of Soul Camp. It's pretty much one of the coolest ideas of the past decade, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and Allie and Michelle are going to tell us a lot more about themselves, a lot more about Soul Camp, a lot more about what it takes to start a company when it comes from something that inspires you. And I know that that's a really big question for a lot of Beyond Mom entrepreneurs. When you are passionate about a concept, there's something you believe in, but you actually want to start a business with that idea, that's not easy. So they're going to be able to share some stories and some insights with us, as well as why they're so passionate about friendship, which I think is also such a special subject. Hi, Allie. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Hi Randy. Thanks for having us. Yes. And you guys do have last names. I just called you by your first name, but you know, <laughs> Allie Leipzig, Michelle Goldblum. Here they yes. are. Soul Camp. Woohoo! <laughs> so there's so much to share today on our interview. I just really want to dive in. I mean, first and foremost, I want to hear just a little bit about each of you and a little bit about your background and kind of how you came together through your own relationship to create this idea. So give us a flavor for it. Sure. Do you want to go first? Sure. So before I met Michelle, I'll do like BM before Michelle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll do BA before Allie. <laughs> before Michelle, I graduated college with a graphic design degree and I moved back home um, to New Jersey and started looking for design jobs in New York. And I graduated when the economy busted in 2009 and it was really hard to find a job. So I kind of was going through my own quarter life crisis type thing. I mean, it wasn't only related to the jobs, it also was my weight and figuring out what to do after college there was this whole path I was on and then it's just like hello real world and I felt really scared about that so I started my own I ended up starting my own graphic design business and because I was doing group coaching and really passionate about um, nutrition and kind of going my own self-discovery path I was in this amazing group of women and a lot of them were entrepreneurs so I was like oh my god I can help them with logos so I started my own design business at age 23 and was doing that and then I met Michelle, which I'll tell you. I'll tell you a little bit about yeah. me. So, so yeah, so I actually had a whole other career before, obviously, Soul Camp. Um, I was a pharmaceutical marketing executive. And so I was doing big global brand development for huge, you know, Merck and Pfizer and traveling around the world, creating insulin and, you know, all fun, amazing things. And I was miserable. You know, I had a boyfriend. I owned an apartment on the Upper West Side. I had a very big, big family job. And I was, you know, getting older and older and every year getting higher and higher in that job. And then one day I kind of had just this realization of like, wait, this isn't my life. This isn't right. This, the man, the everything about what's happening in my life, this isn't how it's supposed to be. And it started to unravel with the 
the pause on the relationship and he moved out of our apartment. And I, Randy, I, at that time, I was not in this wellness space at all, but I grew up with a mother who is very involved in this community. And so by nature of that, I always talked about like, oh, your inner child and things like that. And my best friend at the time when my boyfriend, Kevin, was moving out, she was like, you know, let's leave the city. I don't want you here when like the U-Haul van is coming. There's this woman who I, you know, I'm a member of Equinox, and there's this woman who speaks like you do kind of about her inner child. I know well, I know who's coming. Yeah. <laughs> and she's having a retreat at Omega where I grew up going as a kid. Um, I was in the kids' camp there. She's like, why don't we go there while he's moving out, take a weekend away, talk about your inner child, and then we'll come back. And I had no idea what, what was about to happen. And I went to Omega. I met Patricia Moreno and a whole community of women like me who are young, you know, who were interested in spirituality and wanting to live my best life. But that didn't necessarily mean like in a goddess group or on in a drumming circle in Peru, right? It was like very, much more grounded, much more grounded than what I grew up with. And it just burst me open. And then I got very, very involved in the intensity community. Within that first year, I quit my career. I sold my apartment. I went off to India by myself. Very dramatic. I came back and I started a branding agency also. So doing everything that I was doing for Johnson & Johnson and Pfizer and Merck were doing it for Patricia and people like Patricia. And so I was doing that and I was in an intensity flash mob in Washington Square Park. And that is how Allie Spotted me. I was doing intensity simultaneously, and Michelle and I actually went to sleepaway camp together, but, but we didn't know each other. We weren't friends, so because she was a few years older. So in camp world, that's like a different ages, universe, right? Yeah. But I knew Michelle. Her brothers are younger than me, and knew the gold blooms. And I saw her in the intensity pictures. I couldn't go to the flash mob, so I was like stalking online after, and I was like, "Is that Michelle?" That's so crazy because I didn't know anyone from camp would be doing something. So what I felt like was kind of out there for our camp network. And so I immediately friended her on Facebook and there goes history because she wrote back like, oh my God, do we know each other from Intensati and camp? And I was like, yeah. yeah. And I saw and I looked Allie up and I saw that she had was doing literally like what I just started doing, the branding in the wellness coaching. And <laughs> I remember I called clients. my mom, literally same clients. And I called my mom and I was like, someone's doing it already. Like it show, shows like what I, where I was at that point in my life. Like there's not more than enough to go around. There's only this. And Allie's, Allie's ahead of the game. <laughs> But yeah, we met, we made a plan to meet and I mean, very quickly became best friends, very quickly became, because no one else, you know, in our community or in our friend group went to camp. So Allie and I would be like walking around doing cheers and like just stuff <laughs> from our childhood. <laughs> yeah, and we like, had this like real, I mean, yeah, it was funny because I have camp, my best friends are my camp friends and we never like do the camp cheers. But when I was in the shell, we would just like, we literally would be walking around Williamsburg, like yeah. the most like hipster area, like just like singing our camp cheers and like friends yeah and our friend friends. like we we're like with our friend Nitika and Nitika is like so not that and was just like oh my she like couldn't deal with it <laughs> but but yeah we like were in camp together and by nature of our both of our careers both owning branding agencies we always were going to different retreats and different events like in this space and we were at a one of our friend Natalie Berthold who's now a soul camp instructor also she does family constellation therapy we we're at one of her retreats in Cape Cod healing our ancestral patterns and our former camp director who owned the camp that we went to growing up 
sent out like an alumni newsletter and got this autoresponder from both Allie and I saying like, we're in Cape Cod healing our ancestors. And he reached out to both of us and was like, you know, you're always going to these different like yoga things. If you want, you can bring a small yoga retreat here to beautiful Camp Tawanda where you grew up going. And we were like, how about a humongous camp? How about that? So that's really how it started. It was like this idea was implanted and like, whoa, we could use the campgrounds for something. And then very quickly, the idea of Soul Camp came to be. And, you know, we reached out very quickly to all people like Patricia and like everyone who are our clients. So we had these two successful branding agencies working with like people with huge platforms and, you know, authors and speakers and teachers. So we reached out and we're just like, hi, would you guys want to come and have like an amazing fun time at camp and everyone said yes (laughs) and we reached out to like the Huffington Post GPS for the soul and soul pancake and we were like hi you guys have soul in your name so do we do you want to be our media sponsor yes yes both of them so like all of a sudden from nothing like literally that first year we would like we had videos of us like in Central Park like come to camp because we had no footage or anything but it was just such a guess, and we got, you know, over 100 people coming that first year. That's amazing. And that's when it started. Yeah. It's like if I were to create an equation of some kind of how this all began, it's like, you know, kind of an ancient – not ancient because we're not old, but like an old connection of two people who share something with like a passion for community and friendship and what camp kind of meant to both of you meets your skill set, you know, meets – your network. And then it's kind of like boom, 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 boom. And then this great business idea is born. Yeah. And it's so funny because that first year, it totally wasn't a business idea. So right. we joke that we like our website was www.soulcamp2014.com because that's so what we thought at that time that we were just putting on an event. You know, that's like what it was. It was never like, this is our business. This is our business plan. It was born out of such joy and excitement of like, let's bring everyone to camp. Like, you know, that, and then it, what happened was that it evolved into a business. But I Um, love that. I mean, that's actually a really huge point because I think myself included sometimes, I mean, you can get very hung up on a model and a business model. And of course, eventually, of course, you need to have that. But when something is born from a joyful place, it's like you have to be in the flow and you have to be willing to experiment and let it come from such a pure space, especially especially when it's something that really does stem from like a concept and a feeling for something that you want to create. You know, you kind of have to be willing to be in that space for a while. Totally. And that reminds me just kind of of non-attachment. Like we didn't mean to do that. We weren't thinking ahead. Okay, this is going to be a business and we're not going to make this a business right now. But it was like, we weren't attached to this then being the thing forever. It was like, let's have so much fun and let's see. So I think that that concept's really important there. Totally. One of my favorite, favorite quotes comes from Dana Trixie Flynn, who's, you know, I'm sure you know Dana. She's the founder of Laughing Lotus and she's a teacher of mine for a long time. And she said something years ago that has just stuck with me again and again, where she said, like, of course you have to work hard. Of course you have to show up to your life. She goes, and you have to have a plan. She goes, but leave just enough room to be surprised. Like never be so fixated that it can't just turn into something way better than you ever could have imagined. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really what happened with Soul Camp. I mean, I don't, I 
do not think Allie and I could have ever dreamed that like this is what we would be doing with our life like being camp directors and like creating camps all over it's like unbelievable <laughs> but it really was it's all of our skill sets so all of our connections that we've made throughout the years like all, everything that we went through personally that we're you know able to create this curriculum around yeah all the branding and marketing like thank you Merck thank you Pfizer <laughs> you know like that all really led here and continue you know in this continual involvement it's amazing I love it I just think it's so great so like tell us about the evolution so you started with this camp of a hundred and then like what were the milestones from there so the second year, we decided it was awesome. So we were going to add a second location in California. So we added that and had over 100 people that year. And I had about 200 the second year at Sil Camp um, East. And then last year, we did the same thing as well. And this year, we're really excited. We're adding day camps to our rosters. So that's a one-day camp. And we're expecting about 500 people. We're doing it in New Jersey and Chicago. And we're really excited about that because it really makes the camp experience more accessible especially for moms that can't get away for four days and four nights. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. It's really hard. Yeah, we're really excited about about the day camps. Yeah, and we're starting, you know, like Soul Camp has become beyond the camps, right? Beyond the mom, beyond the camp. (laughs) Um, We're launching a content site this month, or next month, rather. And we have, like, monthly events that are charity, you know, all proceeds going to the ACLU or other charities. So really just, you know, beyond these, like, four camps, which are growing and growing, and it's wonderful, really being able to provide valuable curriculum and valuable content throughout the year. It's great. And it's a great way to just keep the message alive and build the community even further and get more camp attendees over time. And like you always want your repeat people, but you always want new as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's wonderful. It really has. It's just been organically growing from the get go, you know, like which has just been such a testament to the experience. I think that campers have and that people have even just by tuning into our webinars or reading our newsletters or whatever, like the it's just really grown one by one by one by one by a hundred by a thousand by, you know, and continues to do so. So great. It's always really interesting to me too, when I talk to two women founders of the same company, which is not the first time I'm having this conversation. And I always love to hear about you know, what it's like to share the load of the experience with someone else. I kind of wish I had that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, tell me about that, what it's like to kind of like do this together. Besides, it seems like lots of fun to get to do it together. Uh, it's obviously fun yeah. and it's really helpful. Which it, it took a while for us to really get into the flow of like not doing everything together. Because when we first yeah. started this, we were like, yay! And like literally every conversation we'd be on the phone together and every email, it was like we were doing everything. And then we were like, oh, we need to get a little more efficient here because we have a lot to do. And we just started working with what our strengths were and really finding our place in the company, like each each of us. So that's been a journey. And then also, of course, Michelle and I are best friends. So we have had to find that rhythm of, okay, this is business time. This is friend time. What are those boundaries? Having the tough conversations when they come up. It's really like a relationship in that way. We, we, yeah. we have to deal with that in order because we see the bigger vision. So we, and Michelle, I always say Michelle and I have enough differences, but our values are the same and we want the same out of life. So it really keeps us like we have this like really shared vision, which is incredible. And we both trust that we're going there. And at the same time, we have different perspectives on things and it's helpful to create the best 
product. Yeah. And we also have the same work ethic, which I think is so important. Yeah. You know, that was like such <laughs> a good point that you brought up like a few weeks ago. Of like, just we work really, really hard and we get it done. And like, no matter what, right, there's not just like, oh, but like, we're also, you know, really aware of self-care and really aware of like keeping our personal, you know, relationships with our boyfriends or our fiancés, yes. like really, you know, keeping that intact and like, not just like, you know, work is everything, right? Yeah. Like really the balance of that. So and that's really to good too. support each other on that. Right. So if we notice one of us is like slipping in something, a goal that we had set, even with our team, like we have team meetings where we went over like our goals for the year and we do it every week too. What are your goals? It's like, how can I support you? And we'll kind of call each other out like, Hey, you said this, are you right. going to do that? Like you said, you wanted to move every day. Are you going? Like yeah. she always checks in on me and that that's really helpful yeah. as well. Yeah, it's wonderful working with your best friend. Like, I, I just feel so grateful because both of us did work by ourselves before, mm-hmm. right? So we know what that was. And like, you know, my old company was, you know, was a fraction of what this is becoming, right? But still, it's just even having someone to bounce ideas off of, you know, yeah. I give so much credit to those who are doing it alone, because it just, it's so much harder, so much harder. Yeah, I would love, by the way, to have a, like more of a partner. I mean, well, you guys know I have an amazing support in Eileen, who I'm sure when she listens to this, she'll be like, oh, yay. Um, <laughs> she's awesome. And I definitely feel like she has that partner voice and like the way that we dialogue and brainstorm it. It's a very interesting thing to like truly found a concept together and to like, grow it together. It's kind of like having a baby, I almost want to say. <laughs> well, it's yeah. interesting. We always say like Allie and I got in relationship with each other first and then we both met our partners. So, <laughs> and so that's not a coincidence, right? And like Allie always jokes, I mean, Allie always jokes, Eric always jokes, my fiance always jokes like, you know, Allie is like your first... <laughs> You know, like Allie's your twin flame, and that's really, really true. Like Allie really feels like my other half. Yeah, know? and it's funny, Jonah, my boyfriend. Like, if I'm ever like texting, he's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "It's work." He's like, "Oh, it's Michelle," and he's like, "Okay, yeah. like it's fine." It, yeah, and it's like amazing because the four of us have created such a bond and love each other very much, which is like such a dream come true. Like we were like on a ski vacation, you know, a ski weekend, and it was just this moment of like, "Wow, this is everything that like." I once dreamed of, right? Like having a best friend who I feel so comfortable with, having a business that like I wake up excited for, having a, you know, soon to be husband that I love so much, being on a ski mountain with everyone. It was just like (laughs) this moment of like, wow, like look what has been created. It's amazing. And everything is possible, right? I always say to people, if anything was possible, because everything is, what would you do? What would you say? How would you live? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a true one. So this is like literally the perfect segue to something that I know you guys are super passionate about and actually doing a lot of talking about, which is the human relationship. And I, and I think in many ways, the female relationship to our friends and to that experience of tribe and community. And I know that's such a huge part of Soul Camp and what your intention is when you bring people together. And of course, the kinds of conversations that you shape to make those connections possible. So, I mean, I want to hear more about 
how you feel about that, what you think about it. So saying like, I think that we live in a day and age where we can think because we're so online and because we live far from friends and far from family and all that stuff that our instincts to connect and to be like in the midst of people who feel like our people is somehow different, but it's not, right? Yeah, it's definitely not, but it really has, like you said, like technology kind of makes us think we're more connected than we are. And I think like just more than ever because of technology, because of work schedules, because of family schedules, because of like self-care routines, mm-hmm. we don't have as much time to be in tribes unless we make it a priority. And and that is something we found that, you know, even if it's just for a few years that you let it slide, it's a part of your life that then is missing, right? That's really, really important. And as adults, I think we've just found, especially in the personal development arena, there's a huge focus on intimate relationships, which is really, really important. But no one's really talking about friendships and the importance of that and what it can do for us. So that's why why we talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we think. And as an adult, you know, it is so much harder, right? Like we when we were growing up and we were younger, we had social structures around us that supported making friends. So it was, we were in the same elementary school class or we were in this team soccer group or we're in the same, you know, dormitory hall or the, so like there are these structures in place that help facilitate friendships and those social structures are no longer around, right? We have to create those social structures and so much holds us back from doing so, be it, you know, a lot, we've spoken to so many, you know, moms who feel guilt of like, I don't have the time to go out and meet new friends. Like I'm already working throughout the day and then I have a limited Mm -hmm. amount of time to be with my children. Like that's where my attention is going to go, which we totally get. Right. And, and same with people with small businesses. Like I don't have time to go out and meet friends right now. Like I'm creating my business. I'm, I'm, you know, so, so often it kind of gets pushed away, pushed away. And then we just feel more and more isolated. We had spoken about this Randy before, but just the whole concept around how we as a society, as a community, as a culture came from tribal culture, tribal communities. So we traveled together in tribes, we ate in tribes, we lived in tribes. And if you were left out of the tribe or left behind for any reason, you died, you literally died, you either starved to death, or you were not protected by the elements, you know, or you were eaten, whatever it was, you weren't protected. And so now we obviously have evolved and no longer need our tribes for the physical security but we absolutely still do for spiritual and emotional support. I mean, that's real, right? And we have to remember that. Yeah, it is. You know, it's so interesting. I know you guys are not moms yet, but I feel like you might have some really – you know, great tips and tools and insights because I think this is also just practical, personal wisdom. One of the things that happens, and I even myself reflect upon, I'm very lucky to have some of my best friends in the world, also from like middle school, high school, and then I would say the years prior to having children. And I reflect upon how much time we had to kind of bask in getting to know each other, you know? Like I remember, you know, meeting a friend in my 20s in New York and we would have days where we would go shopping and have a glass of wine and just tell stories and get to know each other and connect on, you know, really deep levels. And now – I've made a few, I mean, I obviously know a lot of moms, but when I'm talking about like deep friendships, I've made a few really deep mom friendships, but the way in which they operate 
are very different because you have so much less time. You don't have days to go and bask in getting to know one another. And I use that word because that's what it kind of feels like when I think about it. It's like you have schedules, you have needs, you have your partner in play, and then your partner needs something. So you can only stay for an hour. You know, I've started scheduling like lunch lunches with some of my mom friends and we'll not apologize if we need to get babysitters to do it. I mean, it's like you really have to pay attention to that part of yourself, but it can be really hard to achieve that level that you kind of had the ability to before kids. Yeah. We talk about some of the action, like the importance of doing exactly what you just said of like scheduling it in, right? Yeah. Like almost like a like not almost like, like a necessary part of your week or part of your day, really looking at just like, okay, I'm going to go get my, you know, nails done, or I'm going to go take a nap or whatever that self care looks like for you. This also is such a, an element of self care, of spiritual care. Um, Randy, I'd, I'd be curious if this is the case, but I could imagine, you know, with less time, you know, that their questions go deeper immediately. Yeah. And, and you like, there's no like small talk and you're like, waiting till you feel the buzz off the wine. It's just like, okay, hi, what's going on? Tell me everything. Right? That's actually very true with those that you do go there with, like the ones that you have that real connection with. Yeah, you're like right into like you're you're dealing with the kids' tantrums. You're like in the bedroom with your partner. Like you go right into the detailed conversations, you know? It's like, yeah, if you have an hour <laughs> Another thing that has worked well for me is combining efforts. So if I need a workout and I need to get my nails done or whatever, it's like, who's coming? You know, like what friend can do those things with me? So at least it's a way of feeling like, you know, you're hanging together, but you're also doing other self-care things that, yeah. you know, you might need to do. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, but it is so necessary. I mean, I consider myself very lucky because I have a husband who understands how necessary it is. So we kind of have like a standing rule that Saturday night is my night if I want it. And I don't always. Sometimes I want to stay in. But like some nights, Saturday night, I'm like, all right, I need to get dressed up. I need to go see my friends. We're going out to dinner. We're doing something. And he's so behind that. So I'm very lucky because – I don't know if the nature of how important this is is really understood across the board, which is why it's so important you guys are talking about it. Yeah. And, you know, we have a friend who is a new mom and we've just seen like, you know, and like you said at the beginning, it takes some time and adjusting to find your mom self. Like, who am I as a mom? Right. And we've watched her and she, every time we see her, she's like, I miss you guys so much. And she's, she's trying to find that self again. And you could tell that part of her that is like, is her comes out when she's with us. And of course she's mom, but like that integration hasn't happened yet. So it's just interesting talking about this. Yeah. I can see that process. Yeah. Send her to beyond mom guys. I know. Right. We, we will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, I mean, the great thing is that there's such a universal experience and an identification that happens and friendships and connections are just such a key part of like, finding your own personal foundation. So what happens, what in your experience so far has happened when new moms or new-ish moms come to soul camp? Like I imagine they almost like lose their mind with freedom and joy. 
Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, what we found, there's a lot of also like release, right? Like almost like there's mm. been holding everything together and there's yeah. like everything. And then they're in this environment where like yeah. there is so much space. There is so much freedom there. It's all self-care, right? And it's a release in a big way. A lot of, a lot of tears, a lot of great tears. We applaud tears at Soul Camp. But yeah, definitely a release and definitely just like a regrouping and a refinding of like, okay, like, right, this is who I am. Right. Like that just like groundedness and like, oh, right. Okay. I remember. Yeah. And like going back strong. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I, we saw this testimonial from a new mom that had come this past year and she just said like, I feel revitalized. I feel like I can give everything to my partner and my children in a way that I haven't felt this whole time as a mother. Mm. And that was like, okay, you gave yourself three days, which is like in, it probably feels like so much, but in the scheme of things, isn't that much. And now you feel like you can give more than you ever could before. That's life changing. Yeah. Totally. Finding friends, right? Like, and finding friends at Soul Camp East, you know, everyone stays in bunks together and Soul Camp West, it's a little, you have private cottages and private rooms, but like you're in community in real authentic ways, right? So being able to have those conversations, like what you said, like you go deep fast, you know, people Mm -hmm. leave with their best friends. It's an amazing thing. Yeah, I can relate. As you guys probably know, I also host day a day long retreat a couple of times a year in the Hudson Valley and it's all for moms and even just that one day away can give that. I can only imagine what three days does or five days does. But yeah, I mean, it's amazing. It can be very hard to give yourself permission and find the, I don't like the word staff came to mind, but it sort of feels like you're putting your staff in a row to like be able to step away for a day. But like, gosh, what people come away with, it's really special. And it makes me so happy to be part of being able to give that to people at all. You know, it also reminds me of my son was reading a book recently and it was something about how everybody has buckets And like, if you're doing something positive for someone else or for yourself, you're like filling the bucket. And if you're not doing something very nice, you're emptying the bucket. And so like, if you're feeling so it's been a good conversational tool with him. Like if he's not being nice, it's like my bucket's getting really empty. (laughs) But when things like this, it's like you really are filling the reserve. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Great analogy. Yeah, it's amazing. You guys rock, obviously. Uh-huh. I know everyone listening is like, how do I get me some of that? So, <laughs> so anything that you want our listeners to know about what's coming up, how to interact with you guys, how to find out more about Soul Camp, whether East or West or Day Camp or anything. Tell us everything here. Okay, so if you want to find out more and interact with us online. We're always, we're always there. So find us at soul.camp, not.com.camp. And on Instagram, we're at soul underscore camp. And then Facebook, you can just search for soul camp and we're there. And we have our day camps are the next things that are coming up. So we have June 10th in New Jersey. It's only $99 to come June 24th in Chicago. So if there's any listeners in the Midwest, come meet us. Yes. 
And yeah, and then we have the overnight camps August 23rd through 27th in the Adirondacks. And then we have our California camp October 24th through 28th at the foothills of the Sierra Nevada mountain range. So we, all of the information about all of the camps are at soul.camp. Soon we're going to be putting up information about the instructors. So definitely keep checking back. Yeah. And if you have any questions, just reach out. We're here for you. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing both of you. Thank you so much for having us. so fun. Yeah. And for all of you who took time to listen, I give you credit because it's not always easy to find the time to fill your bucket with great information and great conversation. Um, But I'm so glad that you did. And as always, make sure that you find the time for friendships and wellness, self-care, and whatever it is you need to be your best. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you.